all you need to know. The Bloomberg Quint podcast that prepares you for the day's business. Good morning. You're listening to the daily morning update from Bloomberg Quint and I'm Alex Matthew. We're not expecting the fireworks that we saw last Friday, but I do hope that you have a good end to the week. Here's what you need to know at the start of your day. The Reserve Bank of India has released its new liquidity framework, signaling an easier liquidity stance should financial conditions warrant it. The framework comes at a time when government borrowings from the market are expected to remain high and bond yields are elevated. The central bank's signal of permitting easy liquidity is likely to come as a relief to the markets. Now, after tightening rules on debt investments by mutual funds, the Securities and Exchange Board of India has reiterated that asset managers need to follow the new framework on extension of repayment deadlines. Any extension in maturity of a debt instrument held by mutual funds will be considered a default according to the new guidelines that were released earlier this week by the SEBI. Now, a short while back, Bloomberg Quint had reported that some mutual funds had decided to give SL Group promoters more time to repay debt. You can read about that on the website BloombergQuint.com. Two days after it placed strict restrictions on Punjab and Maharashtra Cooperative Bank, the Reserve Bank of India has eased withdrawal limits for the bank's customers. The central bank said yesterday that PMC Bank's customers can withdraw up to 10,000 rupees during the six months in which the restrictions on the crisis-hit lender are expected to continue. The original restriction had allowed customers to withdraw only about 1,000 rupees. In the automotive space, Jaguar Land Rover plans to close its UK factories for a week in November to guard against disruption to supply chains from a possible no-deal Brexit, according to Chief Executive Officer Ralph Spett. The shutdown will go ahead whether or not Britain seeks an extension to the October 31st deadline for leaving the European Union, and he said this at a briefing at JLR Expanded Technical Centre in Gaydon, England. The British Parliament resumed on Wednesday after the UK Supreme Court held that its suspension was unlawful. Prime Minister Boris Johnson insists that he will be pushing on with a Brexit with or without a deal. Private banks will join their state-run peers to participate in loan mailers during the festive season. If you're unsure what a loan mailer is, well, you probably missed the Finance Minister Nirmala Sitaraman's announcement on the 19th of September. She said that state-owned banks, in collaboration with 178 non-banking and housing finance companies, will hold public meetings with borrowers for disbursing loans in 400 districts to boost demand in the festive season. Sticking with the banking space, State Bank of India, in the pricing of its loans, has increased the spread it charges over the benchmark as it announced its fresh repo-linked home loans. The bank is charging a 265 basis point spread over the repo rate against 225 basis points that it charged before withdrawing its earlier repo-based product. This has naturally made loans more costlier. Rana Kapoor has sold more stake in Yes Bank to repay the debt of his privately held firm, bringing down the family's ownership in the private lender that he co-founded. 
Yes Capital India yesterday sold a 1.82% stake in the bank for 241.52 crore at 51.94 rupees a share. It now holds 1.15% stake in the bank. According to Bloomberg Quint calculations, Kapoor's family now holds about 5.58% in Yes Bank. In international news, President Donald Trump's 25th of July phone call with the President of Ukraine alarmed White House officials so much that they allegedly concealed records of the conversation. An extraordinary whistleblower's complaint made public yesterday was deemed credible by the Inspector General for the U.S. intelligence community and it claims that White House officials were deeply disturbed by the call and attempted to lock down a transcript by placing it in a system normally used for sensitive classified information. Trump insisted again on Thursday that he had done nothing wrong, telling reporters that his call was perfect. In international markets, U.S. stocks slipped, with the Dow and the S&P 500 losing 0.3 and 0.2% respectively. The Nasdaq declined 0.6%. In Asia, two of the three early risers were losing ground, last I checked. With that, it's over to Agam Vakil for the trade setup for the day in India. Good morning, Agam. How are we looking at the end of the week? Good morning, Alex, and good morning, listeners. Let's just start with the benchmark indices and the expectations for the opening. Well, it does seem like we are going to open higher based on what the SGX Nifty is indicating. But moving on, there are plenty of stocks to keep an eye on. Alex has already spoken about Yes Bank, so I'm going to talk about, well, Phoenix Mills, where promoters are looking to sell 2.5% stake in the company and the floor price for the secondary placement is set at 665 rupees per share. Now, we also have Accenture results, which may have some implications on earnings for Indian information technology sector. Its fourth quarter results were in line with analyst expectations, and the company has guided for a constant currency revenue growth of 5 to 8% for the fiscal of 2020. Moving on, We also have Tata Motors, where Jaguar Land Rover has planned to close its UK factories for a week in November, and the move is against a disruption for a possible no-deal Brexit. Lakshmi Vilas Bank is also in focus, where Economic Offences Wing has registered an FIR on a complaint by Religare Finvest. The bank is now considering appropriate measures to counter the same. Shifting focus to ICICI Lombard General Insurance, FAL Corporation, which is a Fairfax entity, has sold around 2.3 crores. And Bailey and Gale Ford and SBI Mutual Funds remain buyers in this transaction. And finally, moving on to a bunch of Cree brokerage calls for today. We have UBS, which has raised Bharti Airtel's target to 415 from 390 as they maintain a buy. UBS, however, downgrades Bharti Infratel to a neutral from a buy with a target cut to 275 from 355. And we have Morgan Stanley, which raises Maruti's target to 8,205 from 7,181 remaining overweight. And it also remains overweight on Jindal Steel and Power, but cuts its target to 139 from 188. Now, these are just some of the stocks that yeah, you can watch out for as you move into trade today, but don't forget to 
Go through our morning edition of All You Need to Know only on BloombergQueen.com. Thanks, Agam. Well, that's all we have for you on this podcast and indeed for this week. But there's a lot more coming up in just a short bit on Bloomberg Quint, so do check it out. This is Alex Matthews signing off. Have a great day and an even better weekend.